Today on Bridges, we are going to talk about freedom from generational lies. I'm so glad that you could join me today on Bridges where we bring you hope for the journey. My name is Monica Schmelter and we are going to be talking all things freedom, specifically today, freedom from generational lies. And I have three women who have all experienced, well, four, because I'm free in Christ too, uh, just have great uh, freedom stories. And Susan, it's good to have you back on Bridges. Thank you. And Shakia, so good to have you back. Jesse, good to see you again. Good to see you. So Susan, I'm gonna start with you okay. as we talk about freedom from generational lies. I, I'm sure that as the founder and president of Blue Monarch that You've met a lot of people, and maybe even in your own life, you know, experienced kind of the ramifications of generational lies. What do, let's start with what does that even mean? Mm. Well, you know, one of the things that I think we see so often is that there are some generational dysfunction, like cycles of abuse, mm -hmm. cycles of addiction. And so one of the things that has struck me is that a lot of times when women come to Blue Monarch, they fill out an application, and one of the questions is, are you a victim of domestic violence? Have you been a victim of sexual abuse as an adult or a child? And they will say no. But then the longer they're there, it turns out the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. But it was so much a part of their home and so much of the family culture that it wasn't even recognized right. as abuse. Right. And the addiction was just part of home life, right. you know, it was just normal. Yeah, so. and I think that that can be challenging for people that haven't experienced that to realize that if you grow up that way, you might not even know that that is abuse. Right. Because that doesn't mean they liked it. I mean, it just like, that might be just what they think that parents or family members do. Mm -hmm. And then if there's no intervention, they're likely to repeat it. That's right. In fact, most likely they will. Yeah. And that's one of the things I think is so great about our program is we have, we work on the child's recovery as much as the mom's. And so we change that. Like, it's not unusual for us to have little boys who are actually abusive towards their moms. Well, they saw their dad do that. Mm -hmm. And so that they think that's normal. And so we're, we're changing cycles, which ultimately completely changes the family tree. Yeah. Which is what we want, yes, right? We, we exactly. want the freedom that God wants for all of us. And for some people, you know, getting free is a little bit more of a trek than others. I mean, the ideal situation is to grow up in a Christian home where that's not a thing, but it is a thing. And you were mentioning to me, Susan, and I, and it's tragic that the numbers of sexual abuse for children are climbing radically. Well, you know, one of the things, and I don't know if it's as an artist, I really notice trends and categories and, you know, changes. And, and one of the things that has really jumped out to me is that over the past two years, the children that we serve have suffered way more trauma. And it's mostly sexual abuse. And, and I'm talking about horrific trauma. And what's, what that has ended up doing is causing incredible anger, which they have every right to be angry. Sure. And then it results in behavior issues mm -hmm. that are just literally off the chart. Right. And I know sometimes, right, children will be labeled as a behavior problem mm -hmm. or have problems in school and people are working on that behavior, 
which, you know, that's not necessarily a bad or a wrong thing, but there's a root to that. So if you don't get to the root of that, you just really can't change the behavior. Well, and you know, like right now we have a child who saw his mother get stabbed. Well, how do you overcome that when you're only four years old? And so he had just incredible behavior issues. I mean, huge fits, way beyond a child's tantrum. And so we were struggling so much. How do we get help for this child? How do we get help for this child? And we've done every single thing that you can think of, like getting trauma therapists and you know counseling, everything that we can. But the thing that made the biggest difference was when his mother was in the pool with him one day and asked him if he wanted Jesus in his heart. And that is what made the difference. You know, it's like all we can do is all we can do, mm-hmm. right, in the natural. But when Jesus comes, mm-hmm. we get to the supernatural. Mm-hmm. We get that's that. right. And really, that's what Blue Monarch is doing for women and for their children. Now, Shakia, when we talk about freedom from generational lies, Mm -hmm. as someone who is living in freedom now, (laughs) not addicted anymore, sober parent, all the things, what are some of the generational lies that maybe you could identify that caused some issues for you in growing up and and in parenting as an adult? Well... Um, that's a good question. A lot of it was um, sexual abuse was mm-hmm. a big thing in my family um, and a lot of negative thinking and the belief of never amounting to anything or um, can't follow their dreams or never out, never aspired to have much. Everybody right. was complacent and content. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, where they no, were. that's okay. We've got a fly or something <laughs> flying around too. Everyone was We've con- got visitors. Yes. <laughs> um, everyone was content where they were. And I believe that um, once I went to Blue Monarch and gained some freedom and kind of, well, I can tell you, I I gained a lot of tools throughout the program, but it was in Mrs. Susan's work ethics class where the light bulb kind of went off. Um, She teaches an extensive 10-week work ethics class for the women who are getting ready to graduate, Mm -hmm. where she allows them to come in her office and dream again. And she helps them find a career path that they'll love so that they'll never work another day in their lives. Mm And so when I went in her office, I said, I'm just going to do fast food for the rest of my life. You know, you don't have to worry about it. And she... What does it mean, fast food? Like work at a fast food place? Yeah. And she looked at me when I was at her door, because before you go in, you have to give her a firm handshake, because she's preparing you. <laughs> like, this is real. She's preparing you for the real world. Yes. Yes. <laughs> really, Susan, when you said work ethics to me, I thought, I, I know a lot of people that need to go yeah. through that, because they have no idea. It's like, this is work, yes. people. This is not your home. Yes. We don't put our feet up and mm-hmm. wear a pajama pants. <laughs> we don't do that. Okay, so you give her a firm handshake. You give her a firm handshake. And when I said that, she's like, look, just come in the office and leave that out there and let's go to the drawing board and see what God says. And so I went in and she, she gives a series of different projects. One, we find out strengths that we bring to the workplace. And a lot of times when we go in there, we can't, I couldn't even, a lot of us couldn't tell, give you one value or one strength that you brought to the workplace. And she'll make us point it out to each other. And sometimes we leave with a list. Well, you always leave yeah. with a list of 20. 20 or more. Yeah, we, yes. don't, we don't quit until we come up with a list of 20. And, and that's we when the light bulb comes on. A list of 20 strengths. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you walk out of there 10 feet tall, bulletproof, like you didn't know that you, you want to pop your collar. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was in that class <clears throat> that I found out that um, I was good at development. 
and it was she for someone that might not know what is development development is raising funds mm -hmm. and meeting and greeting that's yes. right and you're doing that and now for the ministry people. that gave you your life back yes 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 and, and she I love... can raise money like nobody's business <laughs> <laughs> and i love it too and to be honest i would have never chose development I didn't even know what development meant at first when she asked Well, you me. were going to go work at fast food. Yeah. You know, do exactly. you want fries with your order? <laughs> yes. Super yes, size? Yes. Or, yeah. And when I found out about it and God kind of, it was like God pushed me in it. And now I don't even really have to do much, but just let him lead. Mm -hmm. And when I follow behind him, it just, I don't know, supernaturally happens. Yeah. Well, he does all the heavy lifting, yes. right? He does the heavy lifting. We do the obedience part. Yes, like you said, yes, follow behind him. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, how about you? Generational lies. When you look at your story, when you look at the work that you've done at Blue Monarch, and I'm talking about just going through the program mm -hmm. and all of that, what like generational lies? Do you see any that might have impacted you? Um, well, I know for sure, like I would never amount to nothing. That was the biggest one for me. And then, you know, going through the mental and then the physical abuse, um, I wasn't worthy. So those two were the main ones. Yeah. Because you said that too, Shakia. Mm -hmm. You said that you felt like you're worth nothing and you could never change. So when you were growing up, you never remember thinking that you could grow up and be anything that you wanted to be. No. I'm so sorry, but you know that now, right? Absolutely. What is it? Have you been through Miss Susan's work yes. ethics class? What is it like? It, well, at first, I was super nervous, you know, like I, I couldn't name one strength that I had, but I could name all the weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to walk out of there with that many strengths, like she said, 10 feet tall and bulletproof. <laughs> yes. Is that how you felt? Yes. So you went from a young lady that felt like you'd never amount to anything and you went to 10 feet tall and bulletproof? I wouldn't say immediately, but <laughs> as you go through the program, you know. Yes, we, it's a process. Yes. But you've got to that place. Yes. And so now when you look at your life and, and you dream for, for the future, what do you see, Jesse? I just see me pouring back into people that, you know, struggle, struggle with something that I struggled with. And I hope to encourage them to, you know, show them that there is another way. That is so wonderful. Now you stayed, well, not in the program, mm -hmm. but development and mm -hmm. you're raising money. Mm -hmm. And how does that feel to you now? Like when you see other women and their children come in, who probably in all likelihood have been impacted by generational lies. Mm -hmm. how, does that, how does that impact you? Well, first of all, <clears throat> I'm so thankful that God chose me to be a part of it, mm -hmm. to actually get a glimpse into the lives of these women. And sometimes, a lot of times when they come in, they don't see a bright side. They don't know that God is about to blow their mind and rock their world and everything is about to change forever. Mm -hmm. And so having the privilege to walk alongside them, um, it just gives me like great joy. Yeah. I love seeing them when I walk in the morning and they love seeing me. Who would have ever thought an addiction? <laughs> I thought that who would like to see me and well, but see like when we see you now, it would be like, who wouldn't like you oh, that beautiful smile and your bright face. But Thanks. so it's kind of like still a surprise to you. Well, no, not a, well, sometimes it is still a surprise, but it's, I don't know. It kind of makes my heart melt a little bit. Yeah, of yeah. course. I'm sorry. I'm of course. Cause but. you're a part of people's freedom journey. That people feel that way freedom about Freedom stories. Me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So how has, because I know that you were reluctant to say yes to God to do any of this at Blue Monarch. How does it impact you when you see generational lies broken and people believing the truth about themselves? Oh, it's, it's 
an incredible experience because I can't tell you how many times I've, I've stood with a woman at Blue Monarch and given her a compliment, like, you're, you're amazing, or something like that, and they will be completely blown away, because, and they will say, no one has ever said anything like that to me yeah. before. Yeah. And one of the things that used to bother me so much when I was the one who did interviews in jail, I'm not the one who does that now, but, but when I was, I would always say, what is your dream? And, you know, what do you want to do? What is your dream? And 100% of the time, I got a blank look. Mm-hmm. No one had a dream. Right. And they had been so consumed with survival, really, right. survival. Exactly. If you are just trying to mm-hmm. get through the day. Yeah. You're not thinking. You're not dreaming. You don't even know what you can do. Right. right? And if you're steeped in addiction and you're trying to get the next high, you're chasing that and if you're addicted, you know you're going to get sick if you stop. How would you dream? Right, right. right. So, so I love teaching this class. It's a lot of work. I put myself <laughs> through a lot of work, too. But I get to see that moment when that light comes on. Yeah, that has to be the most wonderful. Oh, to, I think I hear angels singing. I don't I'm know sure if everybody else do. does. <laughs> I do. We've got to take a break. I want you to stay with us, though, today on Bridges. We're going to come back and hear more about breaking the cycle of generational lies and finding the freedom in Christ that He wants for each and every one of us. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. If you enjoy watching Bridges, you can join Monica on Facebook for all the extras. Just visit Facebook and search for Monica Schmelter TV. At Monica Schmelter TV, you'll get a look behind the scenes. You'll learn secrets from the studio, and you'll be among the first to know what's coming up next on Bridges. Best of all, you can connect with Monica for prayer and share what topics you'd most like to see on Bridges. Monica would love to connect with you. Don't give in. God's Word says you're an overcomer. If you hadn't done blah, 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 this wouldn't have happened. And let me say this to you. If you think that you are in a mess of your own making, you are still an overcomer. When that temptation comes, you want to make sure that you are dressed for battle. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. It takes training. It takes discipline. And so when you're fighting that good fight of the faith, you take your story, whatever it is, and you saturate it in faith and you fight for it. 
Visit monicaschmelter.com to schedule Monica to speak at your next event. Today on Bridges, we are talking about freedom, specifically freedom from generational lies. And I know, Susan, you know, as the president and founder of Blue Monarch, you meet a lot of women who have, for generations, right, their families have just believed lies and passed that down, and it's caused cycles of abuse. And um, you work to bring remedy to that through Jesus. Right, right. Well, one of the things that we were just talking about, the work ethics class, I was thinking that's such a great example of the distortion because I designed that class basically from my experiences employing the population that we serve. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a misconception because I what I used to think was just being lazy or inconsiderate mm-hmm. or you're just, uh, you know, have really poor work ethic. Mm-hmm. What I finally realized was that their behavior, their performance at the job had a lot to do with what they thought about what they had to contribute. Mm -hmm. So if I don't feel like I'm worth anything, Mm -hmm. if I don't feel like I can contribute anything, then how could it possibly matter if I don't show up that day? Mm -hmm. That's right. And so that shifted my thinking completely. Right. And and that's something that a lot of people don't get that experience to know that. I worked for about a year at the Detroit Rescue Mission. And, you know, that's what I used to think. Well, if you don't have any money, then go get a job. Mm -hmm. And then I met people who... They didn't have a house, so there was no address. They didn't have a phone. There was no phone number. So No car. Right. So how do you do that? Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, we don't always know. And I, I learned um, it wasn't just the hard way. A lot of grace God showed me to understand that we all come from really different backgrounds and we don't have the same opportunities right. for sure. Right. I think you were getting ready to say something. I was just going to say... Um, the generational lies piece. One thing that I do know is that in this, in Mrs. Susan's book, from from my front row seat, she kind of gives a not a brief description, but a very great description about um, just how the generational lies take place and how they um, affect not just the person that's in, right. you know, just not the person, but the entire family. Mm-hmm. And so, um, in her book, there's also a chapter about one of my favorite people. Miss Lauren Mason, and she went through Mrs. Susan's work ethics class too. Mm-hmm. And she was actually one of the first girls I saw when I first got to the program. Mm-hmm. And um, when she was in the work ethics class, I was like, Well, what are you going to do? She's like, I'm going to be a pilot. A pilot? I'm like, A pilot? That's what I'm like, a pilot. <laughs> right. And then I heard the story of how she told Mrs. Susan, You know, I really don't waste your time. I'm, I'm not going, I'm not that smart. And Miss Susan looked at her and said, Lauren, the only person that can get in your way is you. The sky's the limit for you. So the next class, she runs back in and she's like, Miss Susan, I found out what I want to do. Miss Susan's like, what? And she's like, I want to go into aviation. <laughs> and Miss Susan said she never knew that she was going to take her literal when she said the sky's the limit. So today, Lauren Mason is a pilot. How about They're that? going through that work ethics class. And she flies over Blue Monarch today and she'll always be a Blue Monarch hero. How was it when she first came in there, Miss Susan? Well, <laughs> actually, the real story <laughs> is <laughs> I was really concerned because she kept saying, um, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what to do. And, and I thought, man, if we don't come up with something that's really intense, mm-hmm. then she will relapse. She'll go back because right. she needs something that she'll she'll get bored really easily. 
And so I had been thinking about aviation, and so then I had a pilot friend of ours come and, and visit with us, with Lauren. And yeah. so I wanted him to introduce, like, all the aspects of aviation. Could she be a mechanic? Could she work, you know, on planes or any any aspect of it? And so it turned out what she really wanted to do was be a pilot. Uh-huh. And so he was willing, in that one meeting... <laughs> She decided, he decided to let her use his airplane and he would pay for her to get her license. And so that's exactly what happened. We've got to fly or something. The first time that she flew over Blue Monarch was just one of the greatest moments of my life. I mean, seeing her actually accomplish that. Yeah. But it's incredibly powerful for the other women and children to see that because they go running outside and they see her (laughs) flying over the campus and it's like, oh, and I see it on their faces. Mm -hmm. They see that and it's like, oh, maybe I can do something like that. Yeah. Well, like you said, the sky really is the limit. Yeah. When, yeah. when we'll serve Jesus, yeah, well, right? Well, when we, ser- when we serve Jesus, nothing yes. is a life sentence, not right. addiction, not abuse, not generational lies. Right. And I, I think sometimes we accept, even in the church, far less than what we should right. because we kind of hang on to those little false beliefs. So once you're an addict, that's just mm-hmm. always the way it is. Mm-hmm. But you're free. Yes, totally free. And... Um, I know that without God, it's impossible. Not that I had a disease that I was struggling with, but it's all him. And when he gave me that, you know, he's just so good. And we, we've we talked about the supernatural and how he just does things. But when he placed me at Blue Monarch, he opened my eyes to something so profound. I would have never imagined being where I, I could have never imagined being where I am today. What, five years ago? I've been mm-hmm. clean for five years. And now... When I look at my children, because of what we gained at Blue Monarch, they'll never repeat That's right. what I went through. Yeah. With your obedience and God's help, yes. you broke the cycle. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes. Is that how you feel for you and your children, yes. Jesse? And how does that make you feel? Grateful. Like, just like she said, like, looking back, you know, for me, I, my three years is coming up. Looking back, I could have never imagined I'd be where I'm at now. And so for my for, kids, you've been clean for three years? Almost three years. Almost January. three years. Well, congratulations. And it's going well with your kids? Absolutely. Mm, That's the best. And tell me, when you start school again? Um, I'm supposed to be starting in January. Okay. Going to be a social worker. So we've got a social worker. We've got a pilot. We've got development. Yep. We have some dental, dental assistant, <laughs> medical assistant who went to school for, to become nurses. Well, we have eight people nurses. on our staff who have been through our program. Yeah. Wow. So, that's yeah. that's amazing. So you help people in so many ways, you know, not only to figure out like how to live and to live a clean life, but to dream about a career that they might really like. What did you think when she told you fast food? Shakia said fast food. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't say out loud what I really thought. <laughs> but, but I knew when I, I really felt like if we didn't hire her, someone else would, because I knew that she could really do development. Mm-hmm. And so she was working in fast food at the time. And, and I remember her coming in, I'm just going to work in fast food the rest of my life. I was going, are you crazy? <laughs> you're not going to live, you're not going to work in fast food. That is a step for you to gain some, some really great skills, yeah. which you use today. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I love being able to see the women in work ethics and really identify what helped them 
I really, mm -hmm. I don't identify it for them. I really try to help them right. figure out what is it that I have a passion for. Because if you have been in a life of addiction, if you don't find something that you're passionate about, yeah, then it's going to be real easy to go back to that. Right. And, and I think, you know, that's the thing. Someone that's steeped in that, they give, they're just all in, right? So they need to be all in with Jesus mm -hmm. and then all in with all the other things so that you don't go back to that all in. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that I think goes hand in hand with that too is that, you know, they've lived an intense life. Mm -hmm. You know, everything has been really heightened and that's intense. Mm -hmm. But I think that's also one of the reasons that, that the women that we serve and even the children they are intense in their love for Jesus Amen. and in their worship. Mm -hmm. yes, you know, like mm -hmm. it's it that also is just as yeah. equally as mm -hmm. intense, but well, but in a healthy way. I think way. of that scripture, right? To whom much is forgiven, right? There's much love, yeah. mm -hmm. and and I and I see that, and I see that like with the people that I've had on bridges over the years. It's like sometimes people that have that story that maybe nobody else would want because of the forgiveness, because of the grace, because of the mercy, they mm -hmm. are just radical in their worship and radical in their faith. And that's to be celebrated. Yes. Right. And they have a passion for their faith and for Jesus mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I wish that we all had. Yes. Right. You know, like sometimes right. I say, this is missing <laughs> in it a is lot a of people. Yeah. yeah. I think when you talk about, you know, your work ethics class, I, I think of that scripture uh, without a vision, people perish. So it's kind of like without a dream, right? Mm -hmm. Without a goal, without a direction, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's and, exactly what will happen. And people find no good. <laughs> well, and I think one thing too, one really great little side effect is that the kids see their moms mm -hmm. excited about something. Yes. I mean, that's one of the things that's so great about the job in Granola is that sometimes it's the first time mom has had earned an honest wage mm -hmm. and they're so excited to show their kid, you know, like, look what I'm accomplishing. Yeah. I have a job. I'm getting a real paycheck. And it's a, it it's is. a great thing to pass on. It is. And they are, they're so excited about it, too. Because when I say I'm going to a speaking engagement, if you can see how their eyes light up about me going. I mean, it has my eight-year-olds are at the house now picking out colleges. Eight. <laughs> so, so they've got dreams. Yes, they've got dreams. Yes, ma'am. They've seen their mom overcome, yes. and they've got dreams. <laughs> yes. How old are your children? Six and one. Okay. Do you see your six-year-old like having dreams? She and... wants to be a doctor, a police officer. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe <both>. a pilot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because this guy really is the limit, is. right? Yes. With God's help. Okay. And, I have enjoyed talking to all of you so much oh. to talk about Blue Monarch and, you know, thank you for saying yes to God and just bringing help to freedom to thousands of women and their children. Yes. And thank you yes, for thank saying you. yes to God. And thank you. And thank you for coming to share your story. I've enjoyed talking to you all so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Stay tuned. Monica will be right back. Finding hope in today's life is not always easy. Bridges with Monica Schmelter is making it simple. 
You can now listen to podcast episodes on popular platforms like iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Life Audio, and more by searching for Monica Schmelter to find God's hope for your journey. Life can be hard and days can be long. So if you're looking for hope for the journey, monicashmelter.com is a great place to get started. On monicashmelter.com, you'll find Monica's teachings on demand. And if you're looking to really grow your faith, you'll find online extras are available with every teaching. So don't wait another day. Get started now at monicashmelter.com and you will find hope for the journey. Even though living in freedom is God's idea, we can all get sidetracked. It might be getting tangled up in too much worry. It might be an obsession with climbing the corporate ladder, just anything that can stop and hinder the freedom that God has for us. So if you haven't joined me yet on the seven day freedom challenge, I invite you to do so now. In that challenge, you will get inspiring freedom stories from Bridges Guest. You will get prompts on how to develop healthier thought patterns and regular habits and patterns of prayer. Best of all, there's no sign up. It's absolutely free. Just go to bridgeswithmonica.com. Go to the resources page and you will find the seven day freedom challenge. God wants you to be free. He wants me to be free. So let's work together so that we can live in the freedom that God desires for all of us. I'm out of time, but I will see you next time with more hope for the journey. tired of parenting advice and news headlines that are more confusing than assembling Ikea furniture, we've got just the podcast for you. My dear friend, Abby, and I are here to help you navigate the parenting roller coaster. Should your kids be on social media? What should you tell a friend facing an unplanned pregnancy? These are just some of the many questions we tackle on our podcast. Subscribe to The Real Deal of Parenting wherever you find your podcast.